If you are not already a part of 10X People Skills, the Facebook group, what are you doing? You should absolutely join. It is totally free. And we talk about your people problems. Whether you have a team or you don't have a team and you're looking to bring new team members on, we address everything from communication tips to how to fire somebody or how to create cultural touch points. It's a great place for you to be able to get some one-on-one interaction and ask me direct questions about the people problems that you are currently facing in your role. Go to cardonventures.com forward slash skills to register. Welcome back to 10X People Skills. Guys, this is the third day in a row that we have had the one and only Brandon Dawson as a guest on the show. And we are pretty much in the exact same space that we were in yesterday. We are working from our place in Cabo San Lucas, but with hundreds of hours of calls and Zoom meetings. So it's the way we like to work, but here's the deal. The number one challenge for business owners, if you wanna work the way we work, is you gotta surround yourself with a remarkable team. Nothing great ever happened with just one individual doing it all by themselves. The art of scaling and growing your business is finding, attracting, developing, and retaining remarkable people. So how do you do that? How do we do that? Like what, what would be Brandon Dawson's three tips, not too preachy, <clears throat> just like tip one would be blah, blah, blah. Because they've heard my tips for going in deeper. Yeah, first and foremost, the more clear you are about the type of uh, cultural aspect you want to have in your business, the easier it is for you to surround yourself with people that uh, will align with that. If you're uncertain or unclear about what type of people you want to attract into your business, you want thinker, doer, doer, thinkers. You don't want reckless doers. You don't want watchers and you don't want trainers. So the more you know what you're looking for, the easier it will be for you to attract those people into your life. The next thing is your onboarding strategy, the more clear you are about the, the work performance, the things they need to do, the model mimic and master, the more that you can demonstrate to them, here's what you need to do, here's how you need to do it, and here's the result that needs to be created when you do it, the easier it will be for your team to integrate into your business. And then the third most important thing is understanding the financial aspects of the contribution that the employee needs to make to the organization. But equally important, understanding what financial contributions you're going to make to the employee's personal, professional, and financial lives. You know, I had a funny experience a couple <clears throat> weeks ago. I was at a conference and I was speaking and somebody asked, well, what if I'm not a very good leader? Like, should what, what should I do if I'm not a good leader? And my initial thought was, well, become a good leader before you duplicate yourself and before you grow a team. But then I stopped myself and recognized that it's in the pursuit. Like nobody is a remarkable leader in their first, unless you have a 200 person business that is flawlessly executing on the operations and the finances and the cultural elements of the business. Like no one is an excellent leader. You wouldn't even know if you're a good leader because you've never really had the opportunity to test out your skill set. So if you do not have a business that has more than 150 people, let's say that that's the minimum we already know that you're not a good leader. Like that's something that in our world, it's like, okay, if, if they're a great leader, they would have figured out how to do this already. That means that they don't know how to lead and they don't necessarily know how to scale and build a business. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do because that's what we know how to do. And it's okay that you're not a great leader. Many people leave our conferences, our events, feeling like 
oh, I didn't know all of these things. Well, how would you know these things? Like, yeah, I mean, the statistics, if you look at the statistics, there's 31 and a half million businesses in the United States. 25 million of those uh, small to mid-sized businesses, 25 million of those businesses have one employee, the founder. So obviously they're not a great leader because they haven't learned to lead. And you only learn to lead by growing yourself and then teaching others to do what you did. That's the model mimic and mastery of leadership. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is uh, the, there's five and a half million businesses that have between two and 15 employees. They haven't really learned to lead either. They've been able to hire people, but they because if they learned, learned to lead them, learned. is that a word? Learned. If they learned. <clears throat> if they learned to lead them, then they wouldn't have 15 employees. They'd have 500 or 50 or 200 or whatever. But the point here is, is that leadership doesn't happen accidentally. Leadership's developed over time through humility and understanding your strengths, weaknesses, I feel like you just read my mind because I was just about to talk about humility. I hear that um, th there's an analogy that I draw to parenthood. Now, I'm not a parent, but I've heard from the mothers and fathers that I've talked to that becoming a parent is one of the most humbling experiences that you can <clears throat> have in a lifetime because you are fully taking care of this child and no matter what level in socioeconomic economic standing you are, you have to wipe its butt and you have to feed it and it's drooling and you know, it's, it's just, it's a humbling experience. Well, leadership is the exact same way and to the extent that you come into being a leader. Does that mean you have to wipe my butt to be a good leader? <laughs> no, I do not. Uh, sorry, to, that's what I heard you say. No, but the, really, so where you want to take our, our phenomenal 10x people skills, uh, skillsers today. The point is, uh, if you're going into leadership with the idea that you have this big ego and that you know everything and you have everything figured out, like you are the worst type of leader, first of all. But second of all, if you're coming into leadership and you're feeling timid or you just don't really know, that's, that's natural until you figure out how to do it. And the best thing that you can be as a leader is humble in knowing that at the end of the day, every single thing is your fault. And once you can swallow that, you're actually able to move forward and to make progress because the mistakes that you will make and the mistakes that I'm assured that you are currently making right now it, you, it's okay. It's you just can go back to your it's, team and it's say, a natural part I didn't of the know process. that I was supposed to do this yep. different. And, and, then, and then ask yourself, whatever you're doing right now, is it working for you or against you? Because if it's not working for you, then it's not their fault. It's your fault. Mm -hmm. uh, you created the conditions. Darren said, uh, being a parent is the greatest joy you can have. I 100% agree. I've got three kids and three grandkids. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you another joy that you can have. When you can take ordinary people and teach them to create extraordinary results and win financially and be able to accomplish their dreams and their goals, that is also an extraordinary feeling. And I've had the privilege of doing it with thousands of people. And I can tell you, it charges me every day to push further, push harder, push faster, push bigger. Because when you start pivoting from whatever it is you're doing to creating a life for the people who trust you and follow you and work for you, and they become so appreciative, there is no greater feeling. And that, that is really the opportunity for a business owner to fall in love with what they do is the what doesn't really matter. The impact from what they do for the people who trust them, follow them, and do it with them, you can fall in love with that just as easily as the excitement about the what. And so the who you do it with and then falling in love with how you do it in order to get bigger and bigger and bigger and create a much more dramatic impact. 
That is how you grow, scale, and develop a business. It doesn't happen by shoving people out in the workforce and trying to command them to do things. It doesn't work for you. Well, and part of the reason why I know I'm passionate about the team and I put so much energy and effort into growing and developing this team and then also the teams of our clients is because I've made the decision that I'm not going to have children and I feel great about that decision. There's no like wishy-washiness around that, but I see my legacy and my impact through the people that I'm able to work with and lead each and every day. And so I take that job as seriously as I would take the job of being a parent because essentially it's replacing that legacy piece for me. And there are so many examples of people who have been able to do that that are inspirational to me. But knowing that there's another way to make an impact, there's so many different ways. And I would agree with anybody who said that being a parent is the most wonderful thing that you can do. Uh, But there's also for people who choose not to go down that path, there's another way and that is through the development. For any business owner though that's serious about their business, you have to fall in love with that. Mm -hmm. Like like it isn't a picking or choosing. You you can be in a remarkable parent and have a remarkable family. But you have to spill that over. If you want to have a remarkable business, you need remarkable people. And you need to love them. You need to nurture them. You need to care for them. You need to respect them. You need to challenge them. You need to push them this, all the, and discipline them all the same ways that you would with your children. But the thing is, is that when all of a sudden you amplify through thousands and thousands and thousands of people, man, does it feel amazing. And it becomes a great example for those that you want to leave your personal legacy with. So... For me, um, when my daughter goes to school and people say, your dad travels so much, and she says, I don't know anybody that works as hard as my dad because he's on a mission. Like, I want my daughter to know that, to say it, and, and, and feel proud about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for us... Are you going to cry on this episode of 10X no, I'm People's not cry- I'm You're not totally crying. about to cry. No, I'm not. I see, do you see, guys, do you see how red his face is getting? She's a liar. It's very cute when his face gets this red. She's a liar. I'm not a liar. Anyhow, here's the point. We are so passionate about helping people and about um, watching them succeed personally, winning professionally, striving financially. Those are the things that inspire and motivate us to just keep pushing every single day. So we're flying today from our place in Cabo San Lucas down to Scottsdale, or up to Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Um, And we're going to have a mixture of probably 30 or 40 different businesses there all coming in to learn how to be experts at the things that they want to craft and create. And so uh, this is where we get our joy is helping people to succeed uh, personally, professionally, and financially. And I think the thing I would... um, I think the the thing I would say to you guys is make it a point of focus to impact other people's lives and get them to rally behind your cause, but make sure that when you're winning, they're winning and tie those things together and you're going to find it's going to be a lot easier to hire highly engaged, highly active, highly inspired and highly driven, uh, results driven people. That's what you got for everyone. Wow, it's getting close. It's a little too close. You want to back back that up? Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> the robo arm of Brandon Dawson. Guys, we are pumped for the events this weekend. I both Brandon and I are also, you know, a little bit more excited than we normally are for the People Essentials workshop that's happening on November 20th and 21st because we've never done a workshop where it is just focused on the development of your leadership skills and creating a culture and an environment that actually works from a cultural standpoint, but then also the key pieces that most people miss, which is the operations and the finance. So if you're interested in that, go to 
uh, shoot us an email at info at cardoventures.com. And we would love to talk to you about how to get involved with that program. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, guys. Why do you keep bringing it so gotta, close to you got to push the hang-up button. Why can't you push the hang-up button? I don't know where it is. I can't see it. It's, you can see it. You just pointed at it. Push the hang-up button. <laughs> Stop it. Bye, guys. Push the hang-up button. You got it. Why are you, why are you acting the like there's button. something on your face? Push the hang-up button. Guys, I'm, I apologize for him. I already know how much you have enjoyed this episode of 10X People Skills. And so here's the thing. You can join it live and actually interact. So while it's happening, you can be part of the 10X People Skills. If you want to join, which I don't know why you wouldn't, go to cardoinventures.com forward slash skills and start showing up at 9.05 Pacific every single morning.